I'm Jerry East, and this is my podcast, The COVID-19 Lockdown Account. My mission is to interview 100 everyday people so they can share their story. We'll document their ups, their downs, and the challenges they face every day. These are historical times, and I hope you enjoy. Stay safe. Hi guys, so today I have Michelle with me. Now Michelle owns her own cleaning company as well as being a busy mother of three. So Michelle, how is everything going right now? Well, unfortunately, um, due to the current market at the moment, everything has to be suspend- has had to be suspended. Um, so we had a lot of domestic clients, so we was going to people's houses quite a lot. So unfortunately, due to social distancing, we've had to stop that. Um, We have got commercial properties that we were looking after, but um, again, most people are working from home now. So again, we've had to stop that service as well. So at the moment, um, my business is currently suspended, which is an unfortunate situation, but it's what's happening with the current market at the moment. Yeah. Uh, Well, you know, we literally just spoke to an accountant a minute ago saying that a lot of her clients have, you know, either had to stop, some have actually had to fold and, uh, some people are looking to pivot online or doing something else to bring in an additional revenue stream. Whereas um, the idea of like a director, uh, I'm a director of, of, of my business, my businesses. And uh, if I was to furlough myself, I'd essentially have to just close shop, um, which isn't something I'm prepared to do. Um, so what kind of, what kind of things you, have, have, you, um, have you done to try and pivot yourself or move with the times or, or, found opportunity here and there yeah um i had sort of like an inkling that we're probably going to go the schools were going to go to lockdown at least um so what i did a couple of weeks or a week before um lockdown was actually due to happen the schools lockdown not full lockdown i kind of bought in some products that i could test some um organic products um so that i could make natural cleaning products which i've in the i'm in the process of making at the moment um and then I'm trying to get them into the marketplace at the moment um, so that I can get some feedback from my friends and family in regard to that. I've made some hand sanitizers that are based on the information given from the government. Um, I've used the, the guidelines that they've, they've allowed um, to make some natural hand sanitizers as well that look to combat or, or, not, or protect you from COVID-19. But they've also got antiseptic and uh, disinfectant properties in it as well. So it's, it works as an antibacterial plus um, like a, the COVID-19 um, hand sanitizer. But I'm also kind of looking again at the natural, hand, uh, natural cleaning products um, because of the toxins that are in cleaning products. They're so detrimental to your body. Um, and in a market whereby that we're looking at being more natural, um then having natural cleaning products is going to be so much more beneficial for the environment your mental health your well-being your children's well-being um etc so it's just something i've been toying with for the last two years but not actually having the time to do it and now we're in lockdown i've got a fantastic opportunity so i've got the time on my hands to actually play about with things that are in my house and and test it in my house and then test it to my friends and family as well so Although I'm not looking at it negatively, it's been a great opportunity for me having that extra time to do something that I've been thinking about for the last two years. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. I mean, 
you know, at the moment, there's no guideline for anyone of what anyone should be up to or should be doing. But, no. you know, it, it does um, excite me, to say the least, when I find people are becoming innovative, are trying out new ideas or exploring some of the things that have been knocking around their head for some time and are now like, well, I've got the time. I might as well crack on with it. And, you know, yeah, you know my hat's off to you. I think it's a fantastic idea and I'm, I'm glad that you're pursuing it. Um, I think there's a huge market for that as well, which is great. Um, especially the the natural hand sanitizers. Well, that's that's something that would you know interest our household alone. But I know with the big movement of um, of the anti you know the anti pollution wave, the anti plastic wave, especially a lot of people looking after the planet and moving over to meat free diets and stuff. I think this is probably now the best time for this kind of product to hit the market. And uh, I think that you could be onto something quite quite lucrative and and, and needed, relevant. I think relevancy is probably the most important yeah. thing here. It's relevant to what's going on. Um, so talk to me about your clients. So I suppose you work for, you say you do a lot of household stuff, but you do businesses as well. Yeah, that's right. And what's kind of the feeling with them? Because if they stop you, but then they need to be reopened with a heightened level of cleaning, they're just hoping yeah. you're still going to be there. Yeah, well, I, I do um, check in with everybody that is on my client base as well as my staff to make sure that they're doing the right thing. So, like, I've got a Facebook group running. I've also got a Facebook page. I'm updating all my clients with relevant information from the government, so guidelines to how to clean your house properly. Um, I'm checking in with all my team and my, my staff um, as well and my clients to make sure that they're doing things in their home that is relevant and that we kind of do, but also helping them understand how we do it to make sure that they're keeping the standards, but also kind of helping us know that we're still touching base with them and that we're still there if they need us for anything that is cleaning related. Even though we can't be there physically, we can still help them on a distant kind of level. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. And more importantly, the one thing that people are going to remember now is who was there when, like in business, should I say, who was there when people were needed? Um, so like I said, the accountant I spoke to earlier was putting out a lot of content when it came to um, different schemes, how to ob ob obtain grants and stuff. But one of the yeah. huge things out there right now, and you couldn't be any more relevant if you tried, is cleanliness, how to kill this virus how to keep it away from the people you love. And I think that's fantastic that you're offering that amount of guidance for people as well, which um, in the show notes of this, of, of this interview, both on YouTube and on our podcast, I'll put links on how to access some of that information as well as get in contact with you if people do need your services as well, because I think that is yep. so important and that's, that's, that's wonderful. Um, let's move away from business quickly. What's it no like in the house right now? Yeah, it's not too bad. I've got three kids um, that are, my eldest is in secondary school and my twin daughters um, are in year six. Um, they're very chilled, actually. Um, the first couple of weeks, um, I think I didn't put too much pressure on them. I didn't kind of expect them to do anything around the house. I was just like, well, it's happened, you know, let's chill. Let's find some space between us, make sure that we're all good. I've talked about the situation. I kind of like, I processed a lot of information mm -hmm. um, just in my head, like what was going on with the, the government, what was going on around society, 
you know, kind of everything. I just took some time just to get my headspace right. Yeah. And I think that was really important that I, I took the time and then my kids also just were able just to chill. Um, and then obviously we had Easter, supposedly Easter. <laughs> and they've gone back into schoolwork now. Um, but they're, they're doing all right because they're quite chilled and relaxed and I've kind of not put loads of pressure on them because I'm not a teacher. I'm their yeah. mum at the end of the day. Um, my mum's a teacher and she's obviously given me some advice and some tips but you know I don't want to kind of stress them out too much I don't know everything about teaching and I'm not going to say that I am fantastic they've got loads of stuff coming through on um, the, the internet from their schools that they've got loads of stuff to do we're getting check-ins from the school um, so the school teachers are ringing us um, on a weekly basis which I think is fantastic that they've, they've taken their time out to talk to the kids as well it's not just me they're talking to they're kind of talking to the kids and making sure they're all right so I think I think that's fantastic you know is it's the overall kind of community of their school both of the kids schools are making sure their mental health is is good as well as their academic health so yeah I think they they kind of got it on point both schools that they go to different schools in different boroughs so I think both schools are doing really well for the children um and they're just quite chilled out about it and they're doing what they can when they can do it and relaxing other times. And the, like, we're, we're doing other things like we're getting out and exercising, we're going for a walk every day, making sure that we kind of talk a lot. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's harder, but I think if you kind of don't stress about it too much as, a, as an adult, then it's gonna have that impact on your children as well. As long as you get out, talk about things and you're open about things, and do the schoolwork as and when you can. It's not like it's a stressy thing, but like making sure they do do stuff to keep their minds active. I think, yeah, it's just not having so much stress is better for the kids as well, because they're learning in a different way and you've just got to adapt to that. So like, this, we had all that, that meteor shower last week and the satellite stuff. So I got my kids to research that because they'd not seen the skies so clear last week so you know that was just something else they could learn about that was just slightly different because they could see it, it was visual you know and it was just it was just a different format of learning you know from everyday stuff which is it's just I think you just got to tap into kind of how they're feeling and when they want to learn and how they want to learn I'm not saying I've got it right but you know that's how I've kind of managed it myself but no I'm I mean, it's re again, it'll come back to that word of relevance. You know, it was something that was going on through this time. It's something that they, they've learned to research. They've, they've, they've learned about something new, which is scientific. I, I can't see that as, as being the wrong move. <laughs> um, it's definitely, definitely the right thing to do. And I think more importantly right now, we're looking at a, a matter of time where everyone in education has had to press pause. Like everyone. Everyone, I think, yeah. you know, there's, there's people that are meant to be taking exams this year that are not going to get that opportunity. There's people that are, um, have got, you know, uni uh, assignments due that that's not going to happen. And I think that the time right now is to, is to probably do what you can, but at the same time, remain calm, know that you're safe, be happy and work more on a mental, spiritual side of things over a constant, stress and barrage of deadlines and work appointments which I think you've got the balance right to be fair um, and yeah you know I've interviewed a, a head teacher earlier today and you know one of the things she said is you know 
make sure you work on the happiness and stuff. A few months out of education is not going to hurt. It's our job to get the kids back on track. And parents, you're doing a fantastic job. Just do what you can and work on happiness and being a family unit. And I, you know, it really did, you know, it really did touch me that. Um, I suppose for you, I mean, when this is kind of coming to a close, when they're relaxing rules and laws where people can go out and do stuff, your phone is gonna ring off the hook, isn't it? Yeah, um, so we, we, I've kind of prepped my clients already and my businesses that we are going to do come in and do deep cleans. Um, that is the priority to make sure that if we've had two, three months or however long we've done this, the kids are all going to be at home. You know, you're not going to get the opportunity to do a proper, what, no. a proper clean. You know, it's just going to be what you can do when you can do it, which is fine. Um, but then obviously we want to make sure that we come in and that we make sure your house is then sanitised and your business is then sanitised sufficiently enough that you're going to be comfortable going back into that, like into the environment and having people back in your house. Mm. Um, we have to make sure that we, we adhere to kind of ensuring that the sanitisation of properties and businesses are, are there. So we have, I've, I've already spoken to most people now um, stating that we're going to come in and do a deep clean or they've specifically asked to have a deep clean done as and when the laws, um, lockdown laws relax or finish or whatever it is, um, then we will go in and do a deeper clean then. Yeah. So I've already prepped that in, in preparation um, and I've already told my staff that's what we're going to do. That's how we're going to work it. Yeah. Um, because that that's, that that make people feel more comfortable as well. Oh, a lot more. A having lot more. people back into their houses and getting back into a routine. Getting as long as your house is your your bubble is safe again, then that that's really important to people. I mean, at the moment, both of my facilities are shut, um, but the one in Lee, I've got my maintenance guy there who's pretty much redecorating painting everything, taking all the kit apart, putting it back together again, and then working on his version of a deep clean until we get people in. Um, but I would say, you know, is there, is there going to be, or could you imagine there, them, someone putting together some form of um, guideline that needs to be followed after this? Um, so some of our businesses have already done that. So when before we went into lockdown, a couple of our businesses specifically asked for um, the way we had to clean. And I explained to some of them that it's not an antibacterial virus. This is not an This is not bacterial. It's um, it's a different kind of virus. So you can't use bacterial cleaners or antibacterial cleaners on this virus. Um, so a lot of people didn't know that. So they then they rechanged the their cleaning program based on the information that I stated because I was researching quite a lot of information before we went into lockdown about how to ensure that we kept this at bay mm. so the, the companies that have asked for deep cleans before um, we went into lockdown um, I stated that these are the products that we can this is the stuff that we can only use really that um, is going to be beneficial that will, that will kill or what is being suggested is, is going to kill the virus at the moment. Yeah. Um, just coming up to lockdown, we um, we were having to clean. Well, it was just continuous, actually. You know, 
they work the way around the gym and the way that my gym is you're going through you've got two ways in you can go either through the door into the downstairs gym or go up the stairs and then they meet at the other side for another set of stairs so we just have someone go through clean all the way downstairs work all the way around the stairs pass it to the next person they went do you see what I mean? So it was just continuous. Yeah. It got to a point where there was nothing suitable that we could buy anywhere from, from anywhere until we found, um, we went off to one of the beauty wholesalers and they had Barbicide, which um, had an additional anti-viral uh, chemical agent in it that you can dilute and spray. That's what all the barbers yeah. use. And that was the only thing we could get. It's been fantastic stuff. But it's the only thing we could get our hands on because everything had gone. You know, it was so hard. And it said 99% of viruses, MRSA, and all, you know, all the nasty stuff it gets rid of, which um, hepatitis and all that, it kills dead, which I was happy to be able to get hold of that stuff. But there's nothing out there other than the stuff we're pre-programmed to buy, is there? As, as, uh, no. Yeah, as normal kind of household cleaning products go. There's probably only a few that will work. Not at all. Yeah, there's not many. Mm. Um, and you have to kind of look around and do your research to make sure that you're using the right products. Because like the ones that have got it as the human coronavirus that they kill is fine, but we don't know whether it kills the this strain of the coronavirus, COVID nineteen. So it's it's a very different kind of um, way we had to clean it. So yeah, we, we just used what I knew um, was strong enough based on, again, government guidelines for what they say is acceptable to use. I see for you, I mean, business-wise it's going to be pretty serious. And I think that government, the government are going to put something in place where things have to meet a criteria because it's the only way to keep this at bay is to have cleanliness at a a whole new level um, yeah. especially for something like my facility to reopen a gym you know that there's so many measures we're already putting into place but they're gonna have to relax laws on other stuff so i mean one of the laws that used to be in the uk in gym facilities is that they weren't allowed to have sprays out you weren't allowed to leave them out for your clientele and that was all because yeah. someone sprayed themselves in the face and pretty much blinded themselves so then it, you weren't allowed to leave stuff out which now is completely flipped around because it's, you know, people have to be able to clean after themselves because there wouldn't be enough people to, we'd have to have a cleaner for every person in the gym. Yeah. Every time someone had a shower, every time someone touched the door, every time anything happened, because obviously the virus lives on different surfaces for different periods of times. Mm. Um, so, you know, metal it lives on it for like four days five days plastic is like three days so glass is up to nine days so you know if it's not cleaned on a regular basis um so the minute someone touches any of that you know you don't know unless of course we have mass testing of everybody we're never going to know whether they've had the virus and whether they're immune to it or whether they're still carrying it or anything so yeah, the cleaning standards of, of facilities like yourself, yours, gyms, for example, where everybody touches everything, it's just going to have to be yeah, <laughs> it's going to be has to be like a different process altogether. Um, the cost standards will have to change. Everything will have to kind of be at a different level because the standards are have to will have to 
change. It's just mm-hmm. gonna it's gonna have to. Kosh will have to change in a very different way. The standards of cleanliness will have to change, you know, health and safety stuff will have to change. It's it's just gonna there's gonna be a lot of underlying rules and laws that are gonna have to be rewritten and changed to adapt to this new virus and potentially other viruses that we could get from the coronavirus family because obviously it's not just this strain or we've known about it for a little while so you know we're going to have to do a lot more what we but the government are going to have to do a lot more research to ensure that they look at um, the other coronaviruses that potentially could hit us because we don't know the strains of those either so they've got to do a lot of background work i think around it yeah they did say if there was a corona if there was a case of covid 20 then it could be devastating to the world didn't they if if that was to be released um or if that was to materialize and i you know i can't even think about that right now um but i would say you know you the one thing for yourself and your business is that you're in a pretty safe um you're in a pretty safe place with cleaning right now um (laughs) I think I definitely fancy it over the chances of um, of gyms right now, which I unfortunately I'm in. But you know, I think that you're going to be alright. Um, I'd love to know a little bit more about um, about some of these uh, home products that you've been making, the natural products, especially the hand sanitizer and the uh, I suppose household cleaning products in a, in like surface sprays and stuff because stuff that i've tried to use in the past i think we've, we've used vinegar based stuff and you know it seems like a good idea at the time and then you smell like a chip shop for a bit um what kind of stuff are you toying with are you toying with that kind of stuff or is it new things what have you been looking at, at using as it's a mixture of things with like essential oils as well because essential oils are fantastic they've got you don't realize um the products and the the qualities that essential oils do have that can make such a difference in your household yeah um there are loads of things that you can use that will will strip through grease a lot easier than the toxics the toxic things that we're using at the moment that we have got potentially in our gardens or in essential oils or you know but because we've been drummed into for years and years and years that we should be using x amount of products and stuff to clean our houses and that's the only way that you can do them we've we've missed track of where all the natural products that you can use Mm. um and i think you know just looking at it now um with everything that's going on it's better to be in a kind of place where you can look at natural products because Mm. they they do such an amazing job but you have to obviously get the mixes right but yeah it's available to use um, and you can obviously increase better smells than just loads of vinegar and stuff. So, <laughs> yeah. See, um, yeah, that's probably so our limited just, knowledge there. <laughs> yeah, you don't just want loads of um, vinegar everywhere. There are other products that you can use and bases yeah. that you can use to make it um, a better product. No, well, it sounds, you know, it, it definitely interests me. And I think the crazy thing is we dismiss natural products, which have been used for thousands of years because relatively recently, you know, the likes of these, these new companies, you know, I'm not going to say any, uh, any names out loud, but because they've come out and they've got good branding, they've got great commercials and they've got catchy slogans. 
um, we automatically think that they're going to be better than some of the natural alternatives. I do think they're getting found out now, though. You know, a lot of people are turning to alternative medicines, alternative diets, lifestyles. People are using uh, the power of the mind to overcome things which used to only be um, taken seriously by using medication. So I think that what you're doing right now is, is so needed. And I think that there is a huge demand for it, massive. Um, because that's the way the world is now moving back on itself. You know, it's going back to natural resources, which I think is amazing. Um, it just took a couple of generations to uh, to make that happen, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, look, you know what? We're going to move over to a close now. I've I've learned quite a lot, and I've you know I've really enjoyed this this um, this interview. So, in close, thank you for giving me the opportunity. No, absolutely, absolutely. It's been amazing. Um, now, I ask everyone this one question uh, because of the times and because of where we are at the moment um, with what's going on. If you were to go back four or five weeks, wherever we are, and you grab yourself by the shoulders, Michelle, what kind of information or advice would you give yourself right at the beginning of lockdown? What would I give myself? I think it's... It to be more relaxed about it all. I think the first kind of week I was stressing about all the information that was coming out. I was really tense about kind of, I didn't know how to homeschool and I was stressing about that. Um, so probably, probably kind of be more relaxed about it all. I think the first week I was kind of in panic mode and I think everyone goes through that. When you go through an emotional cycle of change, you have to go through those stages yeah. and to find your level back again. Um, so like I think everyone has to go through the stages that they've probably gone through but there's you, you can't change what's happened it's out of your control so you know even if you did have some control over it you still can't control your emotions and how you're feeling exactly so I don't think there's there's I don't think you can sort of go back five weeks and say this is what I would have done differently because you can't control it you can't no. control how you feel day to day so it's pointless for me personally saying go back five weeks and everything will be different because it just wouldn't because you don't know how you're going to react emotionally to something mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and i think for me prepping i kind of knew that potentially we were going to go to school lockdown so i kind of prepped up that already with all the products and stuff so i kind of i had all all that in mind already so for me, I don't think I would possibly change anything apart from being just less stressed about the first week or so, I suppose, because mm. um, it was out of my control. I love that. Now, yeah, that, that is a very, it's a very good answer, especially for someone that kind of, you know, saw the writing on the wall, realised what was going on in Europe, saw what was going on in Asia and was like, well, this is going to happen here. <laughs> um, yeah. There were people telling me all day, every day, oh, do you think, no, I don't think the gym will close. No, it won't reach over here. And to sit there and, you know, you think you're in a bubble where is no one else watching what I'm watching here. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to happen. And, uh, yeah, no, you're very right. And I think you have taken the right precautions. And you've pretty much hit the nail on the head. If I was going to give myself the same advice, everything I've done, I'm pretty happy with, except for the amount of stress I caused myself for no reason in the first week. 
and that was and it was for no reward whatsoever and i don't even know why i was so stressed but i suppose that's what it's all about isn't it that's why we are who we are we got information overload with everybody going well this could happen what about this what about this theory why aren't the government telling us this information and you your mind then becomes saturated with a lot of negativity yeah and you then don't know how to control it because one minute you're saying being told one thing by the government and then you're being told those of other information from other sources that not, might not be reliable but you kind of get an overload of information and you don't know how to then see the wood for the trees i suppose and then right. you kind of then settle because you've learned after that period of time yeah you kind of know what to expect after that but as much as you can do well look yeah. i'll tell you what we're going to bring that into a close uh, i'm just Thanks going to go over some of the points that are made um in the show notes guys uh, either on our youtube or our um podcast i will be putting some links so you can get in contact with michelle uh, if you want any information that she's spoken about if you want to have a look at some of the uh the resources that um, Michelle's been putting out online, and you are interested in some of her products, please do contact her directly, um, as I'm sure they're going to be coming to market very soon, um, if not already on there. Um, one of the things I do love uh, is the fact that, like a few people that I have spoken to, is you saw what was coming, you realised you had to do something about that, and uh, you went with your gut instinct. And I think at the moment, guys, it is kind of that that kind of feeling at the moment where if you do have a gut feeling, if there is something that you feel you should be doing, you know, there's not going to be any booby prizes if you get it wrong. All right. So, you know, go with your gut, listen to that and, uh, and go through this as well as you can do. Uh, one of the other things as well, guys, if this uh, meeting has hit home, you know, if it has touched you a bit and you have enjoyed it, please do press the share button. You'll find it either down here somewhere or, up here somewhere depending on what platform you are listening stroke um watching this on and if you do like the fact of uh do like the idea of being interviewed by myself if you feel you do have a story to tell please do comment in the comments bar or contact me via our facebook page and we will be in touch uh, but for you guys i'm going to press the stop button and then i'm going to carry on talking to michelle without you lot listening so thanks again guys and thank you michelle thank you thank you very much for your time